Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of Cole Talk. I am your host Cole Martins and thank you guys for joining me here today. For the latest information on the show, you can follow me on Twitter and like me on Facebook at Cole Talk. That is at C-O-L-E-D-T-A-L-K. On there you can message me questions or topics like to hear on the show. You can tweet with me during the events. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe and or follow button to get alerts when the newest episodes are released. Also, I'd like to thank my brother Landon Martins for the amazing artwork on the page. If you see some more of his work, you can visit his Instagram at Mr. Fancy Land. That is at M-R-F-A-N-C-Y-L-A-N. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about a little bit of wrestling as the first pay-per-view in, uh, the pay-per-view in October. WWE Extreme Rules is happening on Saturday. Six matches are on the card right now. And every match, surprisingly, on this card has a stipulation that has the Extreme Rules thing to it, which is the first time we've had that. I think ever in Extreme Rules pay-per-view. So a uh, great job by Triple H everybody to make a pay-per-view that has all these stipulations and also the probably the most, I guess this year at least, the most anticipated pay-per-view of the year so far, not including WrestleMania or Royal Rumble, of course, not according to those big ones. But this is, seems like a big pay-per-view with these matches going on. And the crazy thing is there's only two title matches on this uh, pay-per-view right now. And it feels like a really big deal. And I don't believe there's going to be any more added on to this unless something weird happens. Uh, again, some matches might get added on here from Friday Night SmackDown that I won't have on this, but I won't be talking about. Uh, if, it does, if there is a match that does get added on, I'll like, talk about it a little bit on my Twitter account. Uh, but either way, say we have six matches to talk about here today. Uh, so let's get right into it. And the first match we'll talk about is the good old-fashioned Dollybrook match with the Imperium, which is Gunther, Ludwig Kaiser, and uh, Giovanni Vinci. Taking on the Brawling Brutes, which will be Sheamus, Rich Holland, and Butch. Uh, these six men have been going at each other for the last about month and a half, I would say. Uh, of course, we have Gunter and Sheamus going for the Intercontinental Championship. Gunter being the champion. As uh, at the Clash of the Castle, we had those two going against each other. And probably might be the match of the year in wrestling. As these two just beat the living hell out of each other, is a good way to put it. Uh, Gunter picking up the win in that one. Uh... On Friday Night SmackDown as well, we'll see these two go at it again. So, we will see who the winner is coming into that pay-per-view and who will be the Intercontinental Champion. Of course, if Sheamus wins it, he becomes a double, triple crown champion. So, he would have held every title in WWE at that point if he can win the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, that's why that match on Friday is up in the air. And I, I believe I, either of these two men could win that match on Friday. It would be cool to see Sheamus win just so he can get that accomplishment within pretty much notch off his career with that one and then of Gunter though kind of keep him powerful looking make him look strong so if he does lose in a cheap way I guess I can still make him look strong but either way this matchup on Friday Night Smackdown will be up in the air a season premiere of Friday Night Smackdown as well we should mention uh so we'll keep an eye and see who wins that one uh but this one this could be a very yeah this could be a any of these matches I should say on this card could steal the show honestly uh, this one will be back and forth. Uh, for those who don't know what a Dolly Brook match is, uh, it's pretty much an Extreme Rules match. It's just they have weapons from, I believe, like Ireland and Europe and all that stuff that they're going to use. So they'll, I, they'll have, like, at least when they did the one with uh, Sheamus and I think it was Drew McIntyre in that match, they had, like, pictures of family members from back in the day, pictures of them when they were younger. They had all the, like, a bar set up and stuff like that. So a bunch of kind of stuff from Ireland base, I feel like they'll be doing. They'll probably have some, uh, other stuff as well, probably related to Gunter as well and his group. So it should be interesting to see who, how this match is going to go. I, this will be a brutal hardcore match in my opinion. 
but depending on who wins this on Friday, I think it depends on who wins this one as well. I feel like Guthrie is going to retain the title, which means I am going to go with the Brawling Brutes winning this match. Uh, I think that Brawling Brutes can get some momentum in this one. I think Sheamus picking up a win against either Kaiser or Vinci uh, will be good for him, at least to keep the group, make the Brutes still look strong. Well, Gunther not picking a loss at all. Then on next Friday, we can see Gunther punishing them for taking the pin and losing the match for him. Uh, but I think that would be a good way to do it. If Sheamus does lose, Sheamus does win, I would probably say Imperium should pick up the win in this one to kind of guilt build their momentum up. Either way, whoever, whoever wins the match on Friday night, I think that team is going to lose at the pay-per-view. But again, this will probably be a great match. A uh, fun, hardcore match this will be. Uh, but in that one, I'm going to go with the Brawling Brutes uh, picking up the win and getting a little bit of momentum in, after possible, in my opinion, will be after Sheamus loses to Gunther again. Next, we have an I Quit match with Edge taking on Finn Balor. Uh, this one also been going on for a while now since Finn Balor took out Edge and took over the Judgment Day. Uh, that was probably about three months back, I believe that had been now. Uh, somewhere around that. But Finn Balor and Edge finally going to go head-to-head in an, a big match, an I Quit match. Uh, this one, again, another match that could go either way, I feel like. Uh, both these guys can quit on a hell of a match. I know these guys are going to put on a great match, and God knows where they're going to go with this I Quit match. Usually these I Quit matches go into the crowd, goes backstage, it goes literally everywhere, which is, again, one of those matches, like, you unique matches that you can get literally anything out of. Uh, so this should be a fun one to see. Uh, it'll be interesting also how this one ends, too, because usually I Quit matches end in a weird way. Uh, from what I've read from one article already, I they believe that this could have uh, Beth Phoenix involved and have a Judgment Day use her as a way to make Edge say I quit, which I think is something that could possibly and realistically could happen. I could see that happening. But either way, no matter what, I'm going to go with Finn Balor and winning this one because one, you got to make Judgment Day continue to look strong, I feel like. And two, there has been talks about Finn Balor getting a major push, so you're not going to have him lose at a pay-per-view if he's going to get a major push here. Uh, I feel like that, which is good for Finn Balor because he deserves a major push. He's been through a lot for so long. It seems like ever since he lost that Universal Championship, he just has been kind of somewhat down. Yes, he's won Intercontinental Championships. Yes, he's won NXT Championships. But he's never been what felt like a real competitor for the Universal or WWE Championship or the Universal WWE Championships, or you want to call it right now. Uh, but either way, Finn is going to be getting a big push here. Uh, somehow, Judgment Day is going to get involved to cause Edge to say, I quit, I believe. Whether it is with Beth Phoenix or something else. Uh, we'll see Pyrave Studio get involved in this one as well. Wouldn't be surprised if we see AJ in this uh, also. Uh, there should be a lot of uh, outside interference involved in this one. Uh, so literally, I will make it a little bit more interesting. But I do believe Finn Balor to hold on and win this one. And gets another big win for Judgment Day. Next we have a strat match. As we'll have Drew McIntyre taking on Karrion Cross. Uh, this one began a couple weeks before the Clash of the Castle pay-per-view when Karrion Cross made his debut back to WWE as he took out Drew McIntyre as he was coming to the ring as he was facing Roman Reigns. Uh, since then, Cross has been had pretty much, I guess you could say, McIntyre in his crosshairs as he was has been at was at ringside for Clash of the Castle. He's been lurking on McIntyre throughout and pretty much attacking whenever he gets a chance. Uh, which got Drew McIntyre to bring in the strap match situation. So Karrion Cross has nowhere to run. He'll be tied right to him. 
And we've seen Drew McIntyre use the strap already multiple times on SmackDown, uh, kind of building up the brutality of this match, which again, good job by them to kind of build up this match a little bit more with that. And Karrion Cross also have some good packages as uh, well to kind of promote his side of the match. Uh, but either way, this will be a good one. This will be, uh, again, another very hard-hitting match. I expect every one of these matches to be, every one of these guys to have bruises and cuts on them all over the place. Uh, but in this one, I'm going to go with Karrion Cross from this one. One, this is his first pay-per-view coming back. You want to build Karrion Cross to be strong. You have to allow him to win this match, I feel like. It makes sense. And yes, Drew McIntyre taking another loss will suck. And a lot of people are not going to be happy about that. But again, it, it you can't let Cross look weak in this. You got to have him pick up his first pay-per-view win, I believe. And it makes the most sense to have him win that match. Uh, again, hopefully they do it away. Drew McIntyre doesn't look like he's getting buried. I'm uh, not going to say he's getting buried. As long as he doesn't lose in some sort of way that isn't clean, I guess, would be good for McIntyre. But if he does lose in a clean way, I guess, yes, it'll hurt his character a little bit. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's no way McIntyre's losing clean in this one. There's something that's going to happen. Uh, whether Scarlett's going to get involved or something like that. But something's going to happen to McIntyre to cost him this match. So Cross could get the win. Uh, but either way, I do believe Kerry Cross is going to win the strap match. Now we'll go to our first title match of the night, which will be the ladder match. And the match I think would be end up leading off the night for Extreme Rules, which will have Bianca Belair taking on Belly for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, these two women have been going back and forth since Bailey has returned to at Survivor's uh, SummerSlam, that was, where she brought in the damage control group of EL Sky and Dakota Kai. Uh, so these two women have been going back and forth since then. Now it all comes together at a ladder match. And the reason the ladder match came evolved was because uh, the, I believe it was a Hell in the Cell match between Belair and Bailey, where we've seen Bianca Belair do the kiss of death on with, with, uh, with to Bailey on a ladder, I should say. Uh, so that's what brought up this match. Uh, good, again, good job by WWE creator to look back at their previous match and say, ah, this would be a good thing to use. So smart idea by WWE on that one. Uh, so this could be, again, another match that will have a lot of people getting involved in this one. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people involved in every one of these matches. It's going to be chaos of interference throughout the night, which has been a big theme for WWE since Triple H just came back, which is something I wish she would tone down a little bit on because I'd like to see some clean matches. Then again, these matches are all very, very weird stipulations. So anybody and everybody will get involved in these ones. That's why you'll be seeing the whole damage control get out there. We'll end up seeing... Uh, Asuka, we'll see Alexa Bliss probably at one some point. There's possibilities of seeing other women also get involved in this one. Because uh, Damage Control has gotten involved in a lot of women's ways in this one. So, don't be surprised if we see Gonzalez part of this as well. Shotzi, don't be surprised if we see her as well. Again, a lot of people can get involved in this one. Uh, and this is, again, another match that is up in the air. Anybody can win this one. We had... Monday Night Raw and with Bailey holding the Raw Women's Championship above her head on top of the ladder with her uh, Sky and Kai with the Women's Tag Team Championship. So we'll see if Bailey can get all the gold for uh, her, her team. Uh, again, the, this is a hard one. I, in my mind, I want to say Bailey, but I feel like Bianca's going to win this one, for, honestly. Only because I believe that she'll win this one. And then I see Bailey taking off her the next p chance she gets. So I, 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 that's the way I look at it. I think somehow there's going to be interference that 
damage control won't be able to control. That will lead to Bianca Belair winning this match. Uh, Bailey will come back on Monday Night Raw and say, "You, you all these people attacked me. If it weren't for them, I would have won." Which will bring out another match. Will probably be like a singles match or something, or a cage match or something where no one will interfere. Uh, so I think that's going to be the plan for that. And then after that, I think Bailey will take the Raw Women's Championship. But I think they're going to give Bailey one more good win here with the championship. Then it might go to Bailey. But again, I don't see Bianca Belair's, Bianca Belair's title reign being that short. But again, we'll have to wait and see. But I, again, I think Bianca Belair is going to end up winning this ladder match and retaining her Raw Women's Championship. Next, we have our second championship of the night. As they will have an extreme rules match as Liv Morgan, the women's champion, will take on Ronda Rousey. This will be the third meeting between these two. Liv Morgan surprisingly picking up two of those wins in those uh, meetings. Uh, the first one being at Money in the Bank where she would climb the ladder, win the Money in the Bank briefcase. And then later on that night when Ronda Rousey was hurt after fighting Natalia, she would cash in the briefcase and get a roll-up and pick up the victory to beat Ronda Rousey to win her first ever Women's Championship. Then we go to SummerSlam, where we had Ronda just beating the living hell out of uh, Morgan, which led to more getting an armbar on Morgan. Morgan would get another roll-up. Uh, we'd get a 1-2-3 for Liv Morgan to get her the win, which was controversial because at the two-count, she was tapping, but the ref was not looking. Uh, so now we got an Extreme Rules match between these two ladies. Uh, Liv Morgan trying to build herself up in the last couple of shows, showing she can fight an Extreme Rules match. Uh, but again, a lot of fans feel like Liv Morgan is is time as a champion is almost up here. Uh, she hasn't had the greatest title run in the world. She does have a win against Baszler, which kind of helped her a little bit with her character to build her up to be more of a believable champion. But again, a lot of people are thinking she is not a believable champion right now. And... To be honest with you, again, uh, we've been through this a lot tonight, and I've mentioned this a lot. The only way I see Liv Morgan winning this match is if we get some outside interference, uh, which could bring in somebody. Uh, like, I'm saying, if we're going to have anybody maybe returning Charlotte, that's the only thing I could think of that would get involved in this match, cost Ronda Rousey the match, because Charlotte and Ronda have had some history in the past, so that'd make things a little bit more interesting. Uh, but again, I that's the only way I see Liv Morgan win this one. So, and if that does happen, then she will win. But if that does not happen, I see Ronda Rousey winning this one. There's no way they're going to have... I just don't see Ronda Rousey losing three matches in a low row. Especially if Liv Morgan winning clean in some way. Especially in an Extreme Rules match. Uh, the only way Ronda's losing is if Charlotte comes back. Or somebody somehow interferes in this one out of nowhere. But my prediction, I see Ronda Rousey winning this one. I think Liv Morgan will look tough in this one. She will have a good offensive, good offense in this one. But overall, I think Ronda Rousey wins this one and wins the SmackDown Women's Championship. And either Sharda gets interfered, involved in the middle of this or at the end of it would not surprise me either way. Uh, maybe setting up another Charlotte versus Ronda match. I'd be 100% okay with that. Uh, but my prediction in the Extreme Rules match, I see Ronda Rousey becoming the new SmackDown Women's Champion. In the final night of the night, which I would be expecting to be the main event on the night, will be the fight pit match, which we'll have Matt Riddle taking on Seth Rollins with Daniel Cormier uh, being the special guest referee. And the history between these two men go back a long, long way, it seems like, this year. Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins have been going back and forth with each other for a while. Uh, 
very <laughs> things coming out about these guys' mouths, talking about each other's families, talking about each other's careers, talking about each other's, well, one talking about one's kids, uh, a lot of their relationships and everything like that. It's been very brutal, which has gotten a lot of people very involved in this rivalry. It feels like an, an attitude era rivalry almost between these two. Uh, and then adding Cormier, who is a UFC, uh, UFC Hall of Famer, one of the greatest fighters of all time there, into this one, who was also shown and wearing a Seth Rollins shirt back there, a huge WWE fan as well. Uh, so this catch will be very, very interesting. Interesting. Uh, a lot can happen in this one. It'll be, uh, the, the structure for this match looks really cool. It's a, a little different from the NXT version, where they have a steel cage pretty much around them with no ropes. Uh, it goes up to a little platform on top even. Which has another cage pretty much around it. It's almost like a double steel cage almost. Except, there, again, there's no ropes or turnbuckles. Uh, but this is going to be a very fun match to watch. Uh, and the only way you can win this match is by submission or knockout. So just like a normal UFC fight. Uh, so this will be a great one to watch. And in this one, I feel like Matt Riddle has finally going to get that chance to get over Seth Rollins and beat him in a match. Uh, this is Matt Riddle's home area. This is a hometown, a home feel for Matt Riddle, being a USC fighter and MMA fighter himself. Uh, so I think he'll pick up the win this one. Will Cormier get involved in some way? I would not be surprised if he does, but if he doesn't, I wouldn't be surprised either. But I said at some point, I think Rollins is going to piss Cormier off, and that's going to cause him maybe to distract Rollins, allow Riddle to hit something, and pick up the win in this one. But either way, I do think Riddle is going to pick up the victory at in at Extreme Rules in the Fight Pit. Now, one more thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up uh, is about another return. Uh, if you have been watching Monday Night Raw and SmackDown recently, we have been getting a lot and lot and lot of teases on this White Rabbit. If you're at the show, as you've heard the uh, White Rabbit song being played every night, uh, there's been clues, there's been QR codes getting scanned. There's been a lot of cool little sneaky things that they've been sneaking in, which have been very fun to keep an eye on throughout the shows. And, of course, a lot of people thinking this is Bray Wyatt. And, and, and he's, it's the creative thing that Bray Wyatt loves to do. It's it's the most believable thing to think of right now. I don't know who else it could be at this point. But there has been a clue for Extreme Rules. If you look at a lot of the pictures for Extreme Rules, you see a little uh, Bray Wyatt things. You see the Bray Wyatt lantern in the preview for the extreme rules in the background behind the, the usually the person on the left shoulder uh there's fireflies looks like it's some of the picture on the left side of that person as well um and there if you watch the monday night raw it was kind of interesting to see alex when we see alexa bliss in the background when the qr code came up if you freeze the picture for a second you can see the fiends like mask almost uh and then, but also he's been whoever's doing this has been doing a good job because there's been clues for Gacy and uh, NXT in this one. There's been clues for Alistair Black at one point with the lyrics of his songs being in there. Uh, I believe there's some other people that have been involved in some of these clues as well that kind of make maybe trying to him Bray Wyatt trying to make you think it's not him, but it, let's be honest, we know it's him. Uh, but either way, is something to keep an eye on if Bray Wyatt will be coming back. If he does come back, what match would it be in or where would it be at? Maybe it would be the fight pit match. Maybe we see Riddle win. Lights go out. We see Wyatt go after Seth Rollins. Maybe ending the rivalry between Riddle and Rollins. Uh, but, but then again, we do have Rollins going for the U.S. Championship here on uh, Monday. So maybe that wouldn't be the way to do it. Uh, again, it's up in the air if he does come back or not at this. I feel like Extreme Rules might be a weird pay-per-view for him to come back at. 
because uh, if he does come, I guess he, unless he comes back on SmackDown, where he could go after Drew McIntyre or carry uh, or something like that. Again, it, it's just an idea of what could happen, but I don't see it happening at this night. If you want me to be honest, it has to be at a bigger pay per view. I feel like it has to be at a major pay per view. And I think if you're gonna do it, Survivor Series might be a good one to do it. So I think we're gonna keep on getting some clues throughout. Uh, the next couple of months until that, or next, yeah, about the next couple of months, I would say, until just about Thanksgiving when this Survivor Series pay-per-view happens. So again, it's something to keep an eye on, but it's been very fun to watch. I, I'm excited to see what they're going to keep doing with this, but keep an eye on what's going to happen at Extreme Rules, because I think we'll get another clue at Extreme Rules at least as we continue to go down this rabbit hole, I guess is a good way to put it. Uh, but again, been fun to watch, and it's going to be exciting to keep uh, keeping an eye on through Extreme Rules and possibly through the future unless we get our big reveal tonight at Extreme Rules. But again, six matches so far on the card for Extreme Rules. A lot of good ones to keep an eye on. Again, every match having a stipulation. So this is going to be a fun, fun night of wrestling to watch. Can't wait to watch Extreme Rules. Uh, again, two titles will be on the line. The Women's SmackDown and Raw Women's Championships. Uh, so we'll see who will come on the top of those ones. And we'll see which of some of these rivalries will end here after Extreme Rules as well. But that is all the wrestling I have to talk about here today. Thank you guys for joining me. For the latest information on the show, you can follow me on Twitter and like me on Facebook at Coltalk. That is at C-O-L-E-D-T-A-L-K. On there, you can message me questions or topics about the show. You can even tweet with me during the event. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe and or follow button to go there when the newest episodes are released. Uh, again, I will be having an episode on Friday Night SmackDown. That is the season premiere happening. I'll have on Friday that I'll be doing an episode on that on Saturday. On Sunday, I'll be going over the WWE Extreme Rules pay-per-view, going over the results, my thoughts on everything that happened. I'll give you all the details of what my thoughts were and the overall results from the pay-per-view. Then also keep an eye on Monday night, my show on Monday Night Raw on Tuesday. We'll be also doing a sports podcast on Tuesday as well, going over NFL, NBA, MLB playoffs happening right now. NHL getting ready to start up here pretty soon. Uh, what's happening in MMA and all around the sports world, NASCAR as well. I'll be going over all of that in that sports show. Then on Wednesday, we'll be talking about NXT, what happened on that show, and also going through uh, week, it'll be week six of the NFL we'll be going through for that one. I'll be having a show on that one. And then on Thursday, we will talk about what happened on AEW Dynamite, which, of course, a lot has been happening on AEW, and we'll get hopefully some more questions answered about what happened between Andrade and Sammy Guevara. Uh, but again, keep an eye on all those shows. They will, will be coming out throughout, a bunch of episodes will be coming out throughout the week, so make sure you subscribe or make sure you follow to get alerts when all those come out. But again, thank you guys for tuning with me today. I am your host, Cole Martins. Uh, thank you for listening, and you all have a great day.